2: Cork today on Scene 103. Call Patricia with your comment. 1850 333 103. Now as we spoke about yesterday, heavy rain forced a number of West Cork residents from their home, including some elderly people who had been self-isolating to avoid contracting COVID-19 and several roads were left impassable, including the N71 at Roscarberry in Conna and the R597 between Roscarberry and Glendore. Fiona Corcoran, our senior news reporter, spent the morning... In the Ross Garbury area, and she joins me. Good morning to you, Fiona. Good morning, Patricia. How are you? I'm very well. Now, yesterday we had local Senator Tim Lumbert join us, and he said the rain in the area was what he described as a once in a 100 year kind of thing. What did you hear from local residents this morning?
0: Yeah, one of the residents actually described it as like a white water rafting. Um, that's kind of a, a, an image of that kind of a river running down streets here in Ross Carberry. Now, the main part of Ross Carberry that was hit was down where the junction is to um, Glandor, that uh, little junction there. And a lot of the houses in that area uh, were damaged by flooding. And just up the road a little bit, there's a Lisavard co-op. That area up there was hit as well. They were telling me that there was a river coming down one road, a river coming down another road, and a river coming down another road. They were literally hit on all sides by this torrential rainfall that resulted in a deluge of water coming at them from all directions and there was nothing they could do about it. And... um, out the road, as you go out between uh, Carbery to Glandor Road from Rowry Bridge, locals would do it, but it's a very popular road as well because it's um, one of the uh, Wild Atlantic Way roads, so it's used by a lot of tourists. And indeed, I saw a Galway car pass me when I was on that road. And it's closed at the minute because the road right now is just like there's craters in it. The holes are so big and the sides of the road are completely gone. And what Locust told me was that road had been resurfaced uh, only last year, and it just looks like the entire surface was washed away by the river as it ran down the the road, Um, and they have said to me that, uh, like I spoke to one man who has been living in that area for thirty years, and he said he has never seen anything like it before, and um, like I was trying to figure out why, you know, we they said that it was about five hours of torrential rainfall, which just came running down from a lot of those hilly areas. But um, in around that junction there between uh, Ross Carberry and Landor, um you know, there's a little stream that runs along there. But one of the locals said to me that he thinks that there's a lot of sludge and weeds in that and that it needs to be cleaned out in order to prevent an occurrence like this from happening again. Um so it definitely was a once in a it was a freak flood that happened here, um partly because I suppose of the heavy torrential rainfall. But some locals believe that if that little stream there in that area hadn't been so filled with sludge and weeds, it mightn't have been as bad as what it was yesterday. And
2: of course it happened in the very small hours of the morning, I think it was between half two and half four was the real deluge.
0: That's right, yeah. Um, everybody was in their bed asleep. sleep. Uh, one man who didn't want to talk to me on tape said he thought it was his, he heard a trickle of water and he thought it was his daughter going, getting up and going to the toilet. And um, the next thing then he heard a shout and it was one of his family members had seen the water coming in the door. And at that stage, there wasn't really a whole pile that they could do because it was already coming in. And they said to me that uh, there was like four feet of water in some of the houses. Oh my goodness. Yeah, you can even see now um, in the aftermath, you know, all the water has uh, receded from here now. And you can see the line on walls of where the flood reached. And, you know... I suppose with any floods, if you've experienced it, you'll have seen like all that brown sludge, um, mud-like material, and it's all over the place here. And the council are here at the minute, and they're they're cleaning and um, the, the repairs to that road in particular. And I think um, there's a couple of other roads um, off that as well. Um, that you know, there's millions and millions of euro worth of damage done to those, those roads. Now the council have said it's too early. You assess the total cost of that damage, but, um, you know, the roads are in a very, very bad state of repair. I did speak to some locals who live in those areas. I spoke to a Dennis O'Donovan who lived at the top of the hill after Rowry Bridge. And I spoke to Mary Hayes who lived at the bottom of that hill. And they both said that, you know, people with a car are not able to drive on that road okay. at the minute. So they have to kind of go... Around now on a detour which is going to add 20 minutes to their journey. Oh my journey. goodness. Let's, let's hear yeah. from
2: both of those starting with um, Dennis. So Donovan and Dennis is specifically talking about that road that you're talking about between Roscarberry
1: and Glendorf from Rowley Bridge. Here's what Dennis
2: uh, had to say to Fiona earlier.
1: Yeah, pretty horrendous. Um, I suppose it made in it amount of rain over a short amount of time on uh, what night was it? The night before last, um, and just the roads are in an awful state. The road now is closed between Ross Carby and Glendor, um and Glendore, between after the junction of Rory Bridge. So all the traffic now has to be diverted to get to Glendore and vice versa coming from Glendore have to be diverted around here uh, Adding about um, Between 15 and 20 minutes extra traveling time in both directions The roads are all dug up just the water came out um, of the gullies down the road and tore all the roads um huge craters in the middle of the road you, you just about get up and down in a jeep uh, cars would be getting stuck in it um, so yeah pretty 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 devastated now with the cut of the place
0: so what kind of an impact is that going to have on locals here
1: Huge impact, Uh, we're dairy farmers on top of the hill so the milk lorry now has to do a round journey to get uh, to have our milk collected, Uh, the same with any of our input feeds, fertiliser all those, those guys now are going to have to, the local co-op supplies us, so they'll have to do a round journey to get into us, Um, postman, just small things, uh, has to do a a big detour around to get from one side now of the hill to the other. we just met one of the local guys here who was involved in the Coast Guard in Glendore. They uh, attended an incident in Ross at the weekend. He said if it happened now, it would add another 15, 20 minutes for them to get to where they needed to go that day because the road is now shut. So everyday life is affected. Um, I suppose your, your heart would really go to the, the, the people of Glendore, the, the local businesses there. Uh, the season is short enough as it is and uh, now the road is closed. So it must be pretty devastating for those guys as well. And this is the Wild Atlantic Way. We're on the main Wild Atlantic Way route from Roscarbrae to Glendor. Uh, very busy this time of the year, lots of tourists, camper vans, etc. And um, so yeah, they're all going to have to do a detour. Um, and, you know, a lot of those guys might, will probably just avoid the area instead of, of coming to see the, the, the beautiful area that we do live in.
0: Obviously there's a lot of work now to fix this road and it's going to take quite some time. What would it be your call to the county council now?
1: I suppose the main call would be to come and do it uh, as quickly as possible, but to do a real good job. Um, I'm living here all my life, and I've seen this hill torn like this maybe three times now in my lifetime. Um, I think the engineers really do need to get, get get going right and do a proper job with proper concrete channels, uh, bigger channels taking the water from one side of the road to the other in a couple of places where the water does cross. Uh, maybe they might listen to the local people that have the local knowledge, uh, Uh, of of how much water does come when it does make a lot of rain and where that water actually needs to go instead of the engineers doing uh, a book exercise, uh, is what I would call it, and they think everything will be grand. um, But it, it, it is not grand when the big floods of water come. It can't beat local knowledge for sure.
2: That road's going to be closed for quite some time, Fiona, is it?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I went up to have a look at it there, and it needs a lot of work, and it's going to take a long time. And there isn't, hasn't been any confirmation yet as to how long it's going to be closed for. But locals like Mary Hayes are saying that they need this road fixed as soon as possible because, you know, they have to be able to get in and out. And as you heard there in Dennis's uh, piece, even with the likes of the Coast Guard, they're saying that it's going to take another extra 15, 20 minutes if they need to get to the an incident outside of Glandor. So it's um, really important that they do get this road open as soon as possible. We just don't know at this stage, when that's going to be, or how long it's going to take, but I sent on JP some of the photographs that I took of that road and you'll see for yourself. and I think you put them up online and on social media. It's just, it's the shocking. road has just literally crumbled
2: away. Uh, and uh, Mary Hayes, who lives on that road, um, she had to take a shovel out. Here's what Mary had to say.
3: Well, I just couldn't get out. I couldn't go south the road. I couldn't go up towards Glendore. I couldn't go over to Rascarbury. So eventually about half ten the water was kind of receding and I decided I'd start clearing the road myself and a neighbor came and gave me a hand with it and about eventually about 11 o'clock I was able to get out to work because I'm a home help and there's people there that, that need us So what did you have to do? You had to shovel up? We had to shovel a bit of gravel and thing out of the way like but what about it? So now I mean the road is it's in a pretty bad state but you're able to get in and out I am yeah but That's just right. be very careful like yeah. but um I have another client in the, at the end of the road and it was like the rocky road to Dublin yesterday going over there with water coming towards me and everything. So, like, what you'd obviously want to get this road fixed. Oh, God, yes. I was, yeah, I was on to Paul Hayes last night and he's absolutely fantastic, Paul. And he said, like, it will be sorted. But when? Because we were told just about one engineer that we were uh, down in the list, down the bottom of the list, we're not a priority case. But, like, we're always... We're always neglected this road was only resurfaced last year and I think it shouldn't have been like this again. You can see the places, the tarmac, everything is lifting. If that was done properly, I am sorry to say it, but if it was, I don't think this would have happened today.
2: Yes, Mary Hayes went out with her shovel and I saw the state of that road. I'm amazed that she was even able to drive on it uh, at all. And then, houses that were flooded. Um, Fiona, it's always so difficult to go in and talk to anyone whose house has been flooded, isn't
0: it? Yeah, and You know, a few people um, didn't really want to talk to me on tape this morning. You know, they were very upset and very annoyed, and that's understandable, you know. Um, But I did speak to one man, Michael O'Brien, and he told me about what happened when he woke up on yesterday morning and found, um, you know, water coming in his front door and into his living room and kitchen.
4: It was a kind of a a wash thing, like I suppose, you know. Uh, It overflowed the river up the banks there and came out over the wall there and Came into me anyway, was destroyed a couple feet of water inside here and It went under the timber floor and out into the kitchen and there was a couple feet of water outside in the kitchen So I gave the night bucketing out water and uh, It was coming in over the sandbags even So it was fairly high
1: and had you been asleep at the time? I was. And you just woke up and saw. Woke
4: up and yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was uh, bad, pretty bad. yeah. You pretty. Yeah. No how much damage was caused to your house? Oh God, yeah, a lot. Well, that must come up. Any of the floor must come up. Probably, the, I don't know. The kitchen outside that'll have to go. I'd say. Uh, because the water is the water is still underneath that, like the Floor, so it's a a wreck. Everything will have to be taken out again, dug up, and uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what they'll do after that. Yeah, I don't know. How long
0: have you lived here? Huh? How long have you lived
4: here? 30 years.
2: Have you ever seen anything like this?
4: No, never before. Never before. So It was the worst ever, I'd say, yeah. I never see it coming out over the wall there, now. The river, yeah. Mm. It was pouring out there, so. um, It was bad, it was scary, it was scary. Yeah, so, that's it. Uh, Now, whatever we'll do after now, I don't know. Are you able to live here at the minute? Uh, I am, yeah, I am am on my own. I am on my own. as i buried my wife there a couple months ago oh so God, i'm very sorry yeah so uh, i'm on my own here now
1: and have you got
0: anyone to help you huh Have you got anyone to help
4: you i have i have there was a couple neighbors came in there and they mopped up the place that was that was covered with muck you know a black thing it was washed in over it and, and uh, they cleaned it all up for me in fairness like they gave me hand And uh, it they were very good. They were very good. Yeah. Very good. So.
2: Oh, my God, that's heartbreaking, that poor man. I know. Yeah. Oh, and he on his own. Because I was was waiting to say, please say he's got family living with him. And then to hear he's just buried his wife. God, help him. God, that's tough. And he has now, he has
0: neighbours and, you know, they... I suppose they've all had their own houses flooded as well, but he said that they have been very good and they have been keeping an eye on them and coming in. So, um, But it is, it's very sad. Ima- imagine waking up on your own at half five in the morning and seeing your house underwater, you know, it's just...
2: Yeah, uh, and to even hear, hear him say how scary it was, you know, I know God will frighten the life out of you. The poor man, the poor man. OK, listen, we're thinking of all of the people in uh, West Cork uh, today. It's, it's been a real, real uh, shock uh, to them. And Fiona, thank you. for heading down to Roscarbury for us. Thanks for that. That is uh, Fiona Corcoran, our senior news reporter from those devastating floods in Roscarbury.